What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. I hope everybody had a good weekend, stayed safe, um, you know, enjoyed the weather, depending on where you were. You know, there was actually some football on this weekend. The Bundesliga was back, which was great. Um, I did watch um, some of the games, uh, but I found it really, really hard to uh, to watch the matches without the fans. Um, it just seems it's completely different. And it's almost like I can only imagine how it is for the players because, you know, for me as a fan watching, it's kind of hard to take it seriously. And, you know, I understand these guys are professional athletes. You know, they're used to, you know, dealing with different types of situations. But it's got to be hard when there's nobody there watching the match. You don't have fans to feed off of. And, you know, especially in that second half, like the last, you know, 10, 20 minutes, when you're tired and, you know, usually you have the crowd there to be able to, to assist you, give you a little bit of boost. Um, not having that, it's got to be, it's got to be extremely, extremely difficult, I can only imagine. Um, but it was good to have, uh, have the Bundesliga back, you know, be able to see some of the familiar faces from the league and, uh, you know, just have some, some live top-notch football to watch this weekend. So, um, I didn't really do much this weekend. We had some storms here in uh, in San Antonio. Um, I know Saturday night was was pretty bad. It was thundering and lightning and um, or was that Friday? I, I don't even remember now. But this weekend, you know, it, the weather just was not. It was not good. Um, today though, it's gonna be ridiculously hot. It's gonna be in the in the upper nineties. Um, no pun intended. And. Uh, yeah, it's it's just gonna be bad. I'm gonna try to stay in today. Got a little bit of shopping I have to do, and um, yeah, I'm just gonna stay out of the sun. Um, yeah, so this is gonna be a uh, a shorter episode than normal. Um, I'll explain why at the end of the show, but uh, I'm just gonna you know jump into this these Bundesliga results. Um, you know, so we had the the big Revere Derby as it's called uh, between. Dortmund and Schalke and you know played in Dortmund I don't think anybody really had any expectations going into this aside from you know players potentially being rusty and you know not having that crowd there um, and this is actually a game that I actually watched uh, got up early in the morning to be able to actually you know see the majority of this game and uh, you know it's pretty good I mean Dortmund looked like they haven't missed a step uh, Erling Haaland, he's still doing his thing. Uh, he he had a, an amazing goal um, in the game, um, but you know Schalke looked like they did last season. They just looked like they could not keep up with Dortmund. Um, they literally like Schalke looked like they were practicing. Uh, I mean, you know, they had a couple of you know decent opportunities, I guess, but um, it looked like Dortmund has not has not skipped a beat. So that score was was four um, Dortmund four Schalke zero. Uh, then we had Hoffenheim, 0, Hertha Berlin, 3, Cologne, 2, Mainz, 2, Augsburg, 1, Wolfsburg, 2, RB Leipzig, 1, Freiburg, 1. Now that game was actually played in Leipzig, and I never, ever would have thought that they would be able to uh, to hold them off. But, um, yeah, I mean, Freiburg Freiburg's a weird team because they don't have any superstars on that team. But you know they still they still manage to produce because they are such a good team. They're actually a team with not you know a whole lot of uh, you know star power individuals. Um, so they were able to hold off you know one of the top teams in the Bundesliga and you know get a point. 
um, Union Berlin 0, Bayern Munich 2. I watched a little bit of this game, but uh, again, like I ended up turning it off because it, it just wasn't, I don't know, it was difficult to watch because there's no fans. I know that sounds crazy because, you know, a lot of sports, particularly like the NFL, for example, um, going to the games is nice, but watching it on TV is actually better, in my personal opinion. Um, I'm, but I'm interested to see how they're going to do this with the fans because chances are pretty good that when the season starts, even for the preseason games, they're not going to be able to have fans in the stadium or, you know, because of the way things are going here in the U.S., it's kind of like state by state. So I guess depending on what state the teams are playing in, maybe they will have packed arenas and stadiums. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But for me, watching that game, um, Union Berlin and Bayern, it was it was difficult to watch. I just I don't like being able to hear everything that the players say. Um, even when like the ball hits like the crossbar or the post, like you can completely hear, like you can completely like hear it move, like like you're standing right next to it. And it's, I don't know, I guess it's just something that we're not used to, uh, to experiencing. And for me personally, I, I just, I don't find it enjoyable at all. I mean, I'll still watch it because it's live. It's live. And, you know, we have, we've been missing out on that for, you know, months now, but, uh, Oh, I don't know. I think I'd rather watch an old game with fans than a current match, uh, without fans. Like if I had to make a choice, um, let's see. We had, uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf zero Paderborn zero. Uh, both of those teams are the bottom of the league. Um, Eintracht Frankfurt one, Borussia Mönchengladbach three. And then tonight we have Werder Bremen hosting Bayer Leverkusen. I say tonight cause you know, acting like I'm still in Europe, but, uh, here in Texas, at least in the central time zone, that game is going to start in a few hours. So it'll be at three thirty central time. Um, so the Bundesliga table as it stands right now, we got Bayern on top with 58 points, Dortmund in second with 54, Borussia Mönchengladbach in third with 52, uh, RB Leipzig in fourth with 51, Bayer Leverkusen in fifth with 47, but they play tonight so they have a game in hand, and Wolfsburg in sixth with only 39 points. So even if Leverkusen were to win tonight, they'd still be in fifth because RB Leipzig has a uh, 51 points in Leverkusen right now, sitting on 47. All right, at the bottom of the table, uh, we got Fortuna Dusseldorf with 23 points, Werder Bremen in 17th with 18 points, but they are two games behind like everybody else. Most teams have played 26 matches. Um, Werder Bremen has only played uh, 24. Um, they were supposed to uh, have a match, and, or no, sorry, they're playing tonight. I'm sorry, they are playing tonight. Um, and then let's see, Paderborn is in 18th with 17 points, and they look like they are absolutely going to be relegated unless they completely go off in the next uh, the next few uh, few matches. I mean, I don't see it happening because they've kind of been lingering down there for a while. They're one of those yo-yo teams, and uh, just can't see them um, staying in the Bundesliga this year. Um, let's see what other news we got. Oh, today the Premier League um, voted to resume training. Um, it's going to start tomorrow, uh, on May 18th, and uh, but it's going to be limited. So they're going to still try to maintain the social distancing, kind of how like the Bundesliga did when they first started practicing again. Um, they're going to maintain that social distancing, keep the training limited to groups of five players or less. Um, 
but you know it seems like they are the boon or excuse me the Premier League is completely committed to finishing up the season they do not want to have to abandon it or just end it early and crown Liverpool the champions um I guess we'll see how how it goes because I'm interested to see how uh, Liverpool is going to deal with and not just Liverpool but all the teams how they're going to deal with this uh you know this extended break that they had and it's going to be a rush to you know to finish the season um and you know just to see how the players like if they were maintaining their fitness um during the break um Raheem Sterling said that he believes that teams are going to need 4 to 5 weeks to be able to of training to be able to bounce back and you know be at full like game speed so um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, just how that works. Um, but like I said, it looks like they are completely and totally committed to to finishing up the season. Um, and it didn't, you know, th- it seems like they've been waiting for, you know, some of the other leagues to uh, see how they're going to implement it. And I guess, you know, after being able to watch the Bundesliga and to see, you know, exactly how they were able to do it, uh, maybe that's giving some of these other leagues hope. Um, one of the things that I noticed, um, you know, obviously the coin toss and, you know, everything that happens at the beginning of the games, they're not going to have the kids come out with them. Um, they're not doing that like inline handshake player by player. And even when they do the coin toss, they're maintaining social distance. The referees are, you know, kind of standing off. They flip the coin. It's just the team captains there. So they're standing you know, away from each other. They're not exchanging like the little flags or tokens that they usually do in the beginning of the matches. And uh, even the celebrations are kind of weird because the um, I don't remember what game it was. Actually, I want to say when Harlan, when he scored his goal for Dortmund, they all just kind of like put their hands up like they were high fiving and just started dancing. And that was something that I noticed in, you know, some of the other clips that I saw. They were maintaining social distance after scoring goals, even though, you know, a minute before that or 10 seconds before that, they had a defender like hounding on them trying to prevent them from scoring so it, it, it's it's definitely interesting and you can tell it's hard for the players like because you know you want to be excited after you score a goal but you don't have the fans there now you can't really celebrate with your teammates and uh that's just got to be it's just got to be rough you know especially if you're just not you're not used to it so um yeah I think there was I, I forget I read something but there was a game where it seemed like they violated the rules about celebration and the social distancing after scoring um but i guess the the german league they're not going to do anything about it you know because i'm sure they understand how how difficult it has to be for these players to uh to do that it's just something that's like ingrained in them you score you celebrate it with your fans and you share it with your with your uh your fans that are there and you know now they can do neither so it's just got to be just got to be a little bit hard so yeah um so, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how the rest of the season goes in the Bundesliga. Moving down to the second Bundesliga now, I watched the entire Stuttgart match. And I, I don't know why, but maybe I'm just pessimistic when it comes to uh, to Stuttgart. But I just assumed they were going to come out a little flat. Um, they're playing uh, SV Wiehein. They're from Wiesbaden. They're one of the worst teams in the second Bundesliga. And, but for the second time this season, actually with the exact same score, they were able to beat Stuttgart. Um, last time they did it in Stuttgart. This time they're playing in Wiesbaden. And the final score was uh, SV Wiehein 1, Wiehein, excuse me, uh, Stuttgart 1. So 2-1, to one, both times. 
this bottom of the league team has managed to beat one of the teams that is that belongs in the Bundesliga, but you know they're in the second league because you know they failed last season. But um, it's just kind of crazy to me that they they were able to uh, to do that. So Stuttgart is now not in an automatic promotion spot; they're in the promotion playoff spot right now, sitting in third in the second Bundesliga. And as it stands, if the season were to end today, um, they'd be playing Fortuna Dusseldorf in the uh, promotion playoff. So. Uh, it's pretty upsetting. It was nice to be able to, you know, actually watch Stuttgart. Um, but, you know, again, it was disappointing that they couldn't, they couldn't pull out the win. So there's, there's always next week and, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see how they do. I believe next week, I think they are playing, I want to say they're playing Hanover next weekend. Um, yeah, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the schedule up, but um, I'm pretty sure they're playing Hanover next weekend, and uh, you know we'll see, we'll see. Or no, excuse me, they're playing Hamburg, Hamburg next weekend. I think I'm pretty sure it's Hamburg. Um, and you know we'll see how that goes. Hamburg is currently in second place, and uh, Seagard is in third. So you know hopefully they can, you know, do better than they did this past weekend. Maybe they just weren't used to the game speed, and you know maybe just that. Uh, Wiesbaden was able to come out and just, I don't know, <laughs> show that they were the better team on the day because it seems like Stuttgart was more affected by, uh, excuse me, Stuttgart was more affected by the, the long break than Wiesbaden was. Or it could just be because Stuttgart's not a good team. So um, just looked it up. I was wrong. Next week, Stuttgart is playing uh, Holstein Kiel. And then the following week, they'll be playing Hamburg. So... Um, regardless, I will be watching that game right now. Um, Holstein Kiel is in eighth place in the second Bundesliga. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I still think the Stuttgart's going to end up in one of those, uh, those automatic promotion points or promotion places. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. So still got a lot of games left and hopefully they can continue the season. Cause you know, if there's any positive tests for any players, which they're going to, I think they're going to be tested twice a week any positive test that can just completely derail it, especially if it's more than one team. Um, but yeah, like I said, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. So, um, now I'm going to switch to something that's absolutely not soccer, football related, sports related at all. Um, had a kind of a rough weekend. Um, for, for most of you guys that don't know, I don't know if I ever, ever really put it out or talked about it on the podcast. Um, I used to be in the U S in the U S army. And that's why I was able to, you know, to live in Germany and, you know, travel to all these different countries and continents. Um, I left the army back in 2018. So, you know, well before I started the podcast and, you know, being in the army, you know, it has its moments, good and bad. I've always said that. Um, but you, you get the opportunity to meet and, you know, be around a, a wide variety of people, you know, good, bad. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you, you will meet some, some pretty amazing people that, uh, you know, they're, they're friends for life, you know, um, tragically though, uh, yesterday, a good friend of mine from my last unit before I left the military, um, he passed away, um, because of cancer, uh, you know, he's in his, he's in his early thirties. He was still living in Stuttgart. Um, and he was actually, cause he's from here in San Antonio. He was actually waiting um, 
to come back to San Antonio. He's going to be moving back here next month, like the middle of June. And, uh, you know, I, we all knew he had his health issues. Um, but this guy was, I mean, to see him, he was, he was just massive. Like he, he stayed in the gym, like he lived in the gym, you know, before he joined the military, he would always say that he was fat. He was a little big, um, lost a ton of weight. And then he just became like the picture of like physical fitness and, um, just a great guy to be around. I mean, he always, he was always in a good mood. (laughs) He always made people laugh and, uh, you know, but sadly he, he lost that battle. Um, you know, he he was fine, you know, on, on Saturday and, you know, was in like a text group with him. He was constantly joking, sending memes back and forth. And then, you know, one day he's just not here anymore. So, um, it's pretty rough. And, and yesterday was, yesterday was a difficult day. Um, dealing with that and uh, yeah so uh, it's just upsetting but you know I'm fortunate to be able to say that he was a friend of mine somebody that I that I got to know and uh, he will definitely be missed Um, I'm uh, another friend of ours um, he's planning on going to Germany so he can bring him back here to San Antonio where his family is and um, I'm just waiting to find out about details of when the funeral is going to be um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's terrible. Like, I don't even know, I don't know. It, it's so weird like to have somebody there and then, you know, the next thing you know, they're, they're just, they're gone and you'll never get to talk to them again. It's, it's terrible. It's something that, you know, I've had to deal with before in the military, you know, from like combat related deaths and stuff like that, but, um, never, never something like this. And, uh, you never know how to deal with it. So it, it stuff like this always brings like regular life back into perspective, you know? So, and, uh, yeah. So his name was Sergeant Emilio Gonzalez and, uh, he will, uh, he will definitely, definitely be missed. So, um, I apologize. You know, like I said, the podcast is a little short this week, but, um, this was a, I don't know, rough week. So, especially yesterday. So, um, but thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll be back next week. Uh, so, you know, you guys stay safe, enjoy some football, and uh, just take care of yourselves, you know. Um, thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you later. All right, bye.